In the Lab, a Texans podcast that takes a different look at things. Drew Doherty and John Harris have their lab coats and goggles on and the Bunsen burners burning. Here's Drew. Welcome in. This is In the Lab. I am Drew Doherty. And sitting across from me is the great John Harris. How are you, John? I'm well, uh, the great Drew Doherty. Thanks, buddy. Um, There are many things we could talk about, but we're only going to talk about the Colts versus the Texans. Good. All right. Because there's not much to talk about. We're only talking about the Colts versus the Texans. And here's the the table of contents for today. It's an abbreviated version because it's an abbreviated week. Yes. We're going to have a player to watch, a Texan to watch versus Indianapolis. And then we're going to have two keys to victory. And we're going to start with your player to watch on the Texans. And we could say Deshaun Watson every single week, but we're not going to. Who are you right. watching this week? Okay. Can I, can I pick a group? Sure. Because player to watch I know where you're indicates going with this. It's, like a great, it's a great pick. Yeah. Like an individual. Yeah. And when I think of individuals, I think of like one-on-one. Mm-hmm. My players to watch will be Texans defenders uh-huh. in man coverage against the Colts passing game. Because what did we see in Indianapolis about a month ago? Right. What did we see? Goodness well, gracious. We saw Rubby Rub Rub. Ruh. Yeah, exactly. My if best friend from college side. had a cat named Rubby. Shout yeah. out Rubby. Anyways. Oh, nice. Shout out Rubby. The people people hear about this all the time. And it's a you, you always have as a passing game, you always have what are called zone beaters and you got man beaters. And those are just, okay, if you get zone or you get this kind of zone, this is your zone beater. If you get man coverage, okay, these are different things you can do. Well, one of the things that teams have been doing a great job of, because in the NFL, talent matches talent for the most part. Yep. You're not just going to take a guy and say, okay, just run by him, we'll throw it to you all game long. That's not You're not going to do that. So what you've got to be able to do is have different things that you can do to beat the defense in man coverage. And – the Colts do an incredible job of picking off defenders with routes. And it's like, well, wait a second, John. It's a pick play. How does that – it's all about timing, mm-hmm. the route delivery, if you want to call it as such, yep. and how those routes come together. And I, the route that really still kind of bothers me in some sense was so brilliantly done. But – it was a throw from Brissett to Eric Ebron, and Lonnie Johnson was in man coverage on Ebron. And he started on the right side of the formation, and he caught the ball all the way on the other side. So two Colts are on the other side. So Ebron's kind of flexed out, and he's, I think he's the only guy on that side. So these two guys run routes like they're just running right down the middle of the field. And it's like, well, we got those guys covered. We got guys in the middle of the field. But as they're running in man coverage and our guys are trailing, what's happening is Ebron is drafting basically underneath. And that four-man mosh pit, Creates his pick on Lonnie Johnson, throw it to Ebron, he ends up with a big gain. They do an excellent job with that when you're in man coverage. So that to me would be something I watch. And then and, and timeout. It's gonna be fascinating because just about everybody that they're gonna see in man coverage, the Colts oh, that's a good point. did not play against exactly. them last time. Bradley exactly. Roby we think will be back. Bradley Roby's probably coming back. I hope so. Vernon Hargrave's probably gonna play. Right. Just got just got to town a week ago. Garyon Conley. Conley, he's been playing a lot for the Texans. They didn't yep. see him last time. Yeah. He got here the week after the Indianapolis game. Going to be fascinating to see. J. Joe will play, but right. how much did you see of him that right. game? So the whole secondary is going to be different. So that 
that helps because I know the next question will be, oh, my God, Joe, well, why would you play man coverage against that? We can't sit there and, and play zone the whole time because they'll just pick open spots and yeah. just sit in the zone and kind of dink and dunk their way down the field. And, th- and that might be the way you go, but you don't want to sit there and zone all day because they'll eventually – they've got zone beaters too. So then how do, you be, how do you beat these pick routes as a defense? What do you have to do? That, first of all, comes with recognition. It comes with being physical at the line of scrimmage so that you disrupt the timing well, of those routes. And in addition to that, at the line of scrimmage, you've got to get your hands up because right. we've, we've not seen the Texans get to the quarterback as much lately. So if you're not going to do that, make it tougher right. throwing lanes-wise. Make them throw it disrupt through the trees. like you're saying. Right. Yeah. There are different ways to disrupt, and that's a great one. You're throwing, having to throw through the trees, if you will. So you don't have that direct line. The other way, uh, and the other thing you got to be able to do is if you were in man coverage, you got to be able to hug up on your routes. So as a guy's running his route, you got to be able to hug up and get in his hip so that, that if they pick you off, that some of the shrapnel is going to the receiver too. So it's not just picking you off. He's picking everybody off. But if you give distance, now all of a sudden it's like going to a crosswalk and you've got four people crossing in front of you and you're like, well, what do you do with that? You can run right through it, but then that doesn't help because that gives them what they want. You can go over the top of it. Well, then you're late and the ball's going to be delivered on time. But if you're hugging the route and you anticipate the route a little early, you can jump that route and get in the hip pocket and then that four-man mosh pit because they can't stop. They can't stop. The second they stop, it's called offensive pass interference. So those pick routes become key. Now, here's the other aspect. It happens not just for the defensive backs, but it happens for the linebackers too. And a great example happening is Baltimore. Baltimore took uh, Mark Ingram and swung him out to the flat on the right. And they took Mark Andrews, and he just came right down. It wasn't even a pick. It was a full-out block. And the refs missed it. He came right down in and yeah. he blocked Bernardrick McKinney, who had Mark Ingram in man coverage. And so in man coverage, I, I got you. He's got you. So when Andrews goes inside the corner, as he should, goes with, and he since he goes down, that gives Ingram all kinds of space, easy throw. He goes in the end zone. He slides into the end. Speaking of line, <laughs> that's good. That was a good video, by the yeah. way. It's a tip. Excellent job. Speaking of the inside linebackers, it's going to happen this week. We saw it two weeks ago or two games ago. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's no, we saw it three games ago against the Raiders. We saw it almost happen again early against the Ravens. Dylan Cole oh, man. dropping back so close. Getting his hands on a pass. He needs to pick it this time. Yeah, because that's right. a way on these rub routes, getting getting in the jumble there, those those inside linebackers. Yes. He can if he can come down with an in- interception can help change the game. All You're right. absolutely right. So you went with a group for your player to yeah. watch. I kind of skirted the rules a little right. bit. I'm, gonna, I'm a rules follower, as you know, and I will follow the rules. Okay. I'm going to go with DJ Reader, and I've picked him a lot this season, but yeah. I like this because of many times he will be matched up against Quentin Nelson. Mm-hmm. You'll see Quentin Nelson, who's regarded by many as the best offensive lineman in the game. Yes. And he played pretty well against Quentin Nelson last time. Yeah. He's got to do it again this week. Within the run, he's he's got to help get to the pass, like we were right. talking about, messing things Absolutely. up with Brissett. So I want to see what DJ Reader can do because he's been awesome all year long down there in the middle. And he's also played out at, at end a little bit in yeah. certain situations too. Right. But I want to see what number 98 does and can do here at home on Thursday night because uh, this is about as must-win as it gets. I heard you and Mark – saying it's unofficially the AFC South Championship <laughs> yeah. game. It's a good way to put it. 
Mark's the best hype man in the business. Yeah. He is the best Texans hype man in the business. I'm glad you brought DJ Reader because I actually thought of him. And there's one play I think about in that Colts game. Uh, Zach Cunningham ended up with a tackle for a loss in that game. They ran Marlon Mack, and they ran it right behind Quentin Nelson. And so Nelson was blocking DJ, and DJ just dropped dropped his backside and just took one arm. Just I mean, just think of all that power. Mm-hmm. And he was underneath Nelson, and he's literally lifting Nelson back in the air. And Nelson's just going backwards, which you never see. Yeah. He's just going backwards. You know, it's like the irresistible force meaning the immovable object. Well, the, the one of them gave object, in that one. One right. of them gave in that one. And Reader just took him and put him right back into the B gap, which is where Mac was going. So Mac now has got to make a decision: Do I cut it back, or do I try and bounce? We well, tried to bounce, and Zach kind of olayed his block. I was like, Oh no! If Nelson makes that block, Mac just is gone. Cause yeah. Zach's already jumped outside, but when he jumped outside, Mac ran right into him. So Zach gets a TFL. But on that play, I just remember seeing on the replay board. Because I was watching Cunningham. Yeah. So I didn't see Reader exactly. So I'm watching the replay, and I'm like, Nelson's getting bent back. <laughs> That's what Reader can do. I mean, he's that kind of player. So he's got to have a big one on Thursday. Quentin Nelson, offensive lineman and fullback for the Colts. Uh, yeah, there's That's, that. Uh, there's it's always that. tricky when he lines up there. Hey, John, before we get on to our keys to a win, I want to remind you about postgame entertainment because it starts with Redbox. Redbox has the newest movies. Fresh from the theater, starting at just $1.75 a night. For $3 a night, try the hottest video games for PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch. Go to the box at your favorite retailers or stream new movies instantly on demand. Get together with family, friends, the crew, whoever, and make it a movie night. Make tonight a Redbox night. There's no way you're going to be able to go to sleep right after the the Texans win on Thursday night, so make it a Redbox night. All right, John, two keys to victory. I'm going to steal yours. Go ahead. Okay. You go first. You got to you got to just do better against those rub routes and against their receivers than you did last time. That's one key, okay? You do that, you solve so very many problems. Another thing, I want to see you run the ball. Whether it's with this run pass option, whether it's just mm-hmm. the standard run the ball a little bit better than you did last time as well. You did okay last time, but I want to get back to what we saw more of in Kansas City uh, against Jacksonville in London. I want to see Carlos Hyde gashing these dudes. I want to see Duke Johnson coming in. I want to see Deshaun tucking it and run for about 30 yards as well, three or four times. I want to keep them off the field as much as I can. Yeah. And that's that's a recipe you can use against any team, but I like it. I think it's gone very well for the Texans in the past because I don't know how much explosiveness we can see out of this defense, excuse me, out of this offense with the downfield stuff. So let's run the ball. Okay, and let's let's limit the exposure for our defense. Yeah, I'm with you. I think you're exactly right. I think the 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 two games that come to mind right off the bat are the two against AFC West teams, the Chiefs and the Raiders. Those are two games in which I think we had about 18 to 20 plays more than both of those offenses yeah. did, and those offenses were pretty are pretty darn powerful. I mean, we've seen that throughout the year. We know what the Chiefs can do. The Raiders have gotten better and better and better by the week. But the defenses came up with timely stops, so I, I think your your that time possession thing is is you now the coaches sort of bristle at it a little bit. They're like, yeah, time possession's great, but we better score. What? Well, so and that's the thing. I, so I, I want I long. It. I want long possessions where you score. Right. You I know? know. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I know what you're saying. No, but, no, no. I, yeah. Um, to clarify for the listeners, but I think I think you're you're dead on with that. I think uh, my first key is very very simple. 
it's probably the most it's probably the simplest thing in football conceptually speaking mm-hmm. maybe the most difficult to do in football tackling yeah tackling was not good at baltimore and there were there there are a number of reasons for that the Ravens put them out in space a number of times. Lamar Jackson's is a more He's a more eel. He is. He Lamar is Jackson's slippery. Amazing. Uh-huh. But I did. This is this is typically, no matter Clowney, Watt, Will Fork, whoever's been in this defense, especially since uh, Bill O'Brien got here in 2014, it has typically been a really good tackling defense. Mm-hmm. And it was not that on Sunday against Baltimore. Now Baltimore added to that. I think. The majority of the problem was on the Texans side, not making good solid tackles, uh, not wrapping up, not taking great angles, those kind of things. So tackling, there's a little lot of different tenets, but I'm put that at the top. Okay. Because even if you don't face Marlon Mack, you're going to face Jonathan Williams, who went over a hundred against the uh, Jaguars last week. You got Jordan Wilkins, who's a bigger back at 215, 220 pounds. You got Naeem Hines, who runs 10, 4, and 100. You've got speed. You've they got, got power. plenty of talent there at the running back position, even though Mack won't play. You and then you got Jacoby Brissett. Maybe the best play Jacoby Brissett made all year was avoiding a sack against yep. the Broncos where he shook off Von Miller, one of the greats of the game, maybe one of the best of all time, shakes him off, shakes off Derek Wolf, and delivers a strike down to T.Y. Hilton. So tackling to me is a huge priority. I talked about the pick play, so I won't do that. Offensively, I think tempo I, – I, I agree to your point about time possession. My changeup to that would be, would be the tempo. There's going to come a time, I think, in this game where, okay, we've been kind of grinding it out, but we've got to throw a changeup at these guys. We've been throwing four-seam and two-seam fastballs at them, and they're not handling it very well. But now they're Let's to throw catch them up an Ephus pitch. Let's throw the changeup at them. Let's see how that handles. You know, not an so, Ephus. So in this case, yeah, not, a, not an Ephus pitch. Yeah. But I think that the up-tempo, I, they tried. It was funny because they tried to get there in Baltimore, but the daggum ref fell on his backside. Mm-hmm. If you remember that, that gave Baltimore time to line up yeah. and really couldn't get into the tempo the way they wanted to. And I think the Patriots the Patriots had success against the Ravens with some up-tempo, and I, I felt like we could have gotten there. But I felt like that was maybe a, a, a card that Bill O'Brien wanted to play when it, was, when it was time, and they never got to that time. But I think against the Colts, maybe pushing the tempo a little bit. And the drive I go back to is in the second half, they went down and scored, I want to say took a 21 21- 10 lead maybe in the game up there so it's like oh boy we went five plays 75 yards in like a minute and a half boom bang boom flip out the key uh to kiki qt for on the option touchdown it was like that like whoa okay we can do that yeah let's do more of that that was up tempo that was quick it was calling stuff the line scrimmage and let's go let's do it i think there's got to be some of that involved so to me it's almost like I, I think about um, I think about uh, the rapper uh, E40. E40 had sort of a truncated. He would he would kind of elongate his rap, and then all of a sudden he would try to speed it up at the end. So it's almost kind of like that delivery that keeps yeah. you off, but you're paying attention to it. But then it's going to keep you off. But then you're paying attention to it. So that, I think, is going to force the Colts to have to make some changes. Like, okay, well, how do we handle that, like, staccato-like offense? And that, maybe that's enough to kind of push them a little bit, maybe make them, uh, force them into a mistake, and you move the football and do some good things. So no scissor for the offense is what you're saying. Right, no scissor. You're exactly right. This has been 
another in the lab. Great job as always, John Harris. You too, Drew Doherty.